0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسديما كثيرا كثيرة أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين صدق الله العظيم most respected Allah's beloved brothers in Islam All praise and thanks are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Our creator, our sustainer, our nourisher The creator of the entire universe We send choicest of salawat Durood and salam upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa Respected Allah and the brothers if we calculate the number of times we recite Surah Al-Fatiha, take it over a period of sixty years of a person's life, then minimum person recites Surah Fatiha bare minimum five hundred thousand times in his life. Namaz, every rakat of every salah Either a person is reciting it himself Or is listening to the Imam Sahib reciting Surah Fatiha That is the bare minimum If you just count the Farais And the sunan muakkadah Then at least the minimum If a person is reading it over a period of 60 years of his life Sometimes a person lives longer also 500,000 times minimum a person is reciting Surah Fatiha Did we ever ponder what is the message of Surah Fatiha times yeah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Wants us to recite it In every salah There must be some profound message That is being conveyed to us in the surah One sahabi Was performing salah Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa Called for him Because he was in salah he, could, he did not respond immediately. <coughs> but after he completed his salah, he came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him, why didn't you come when I called you? He replied that I was busy in my salah. That is why I didn't respond immediately, but as soon as I finished my namaz, I came. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him, did you not recite the ayat of the Qur'an Sharif? يَا أَيُّهَا amanu آمَنُ lillahi لِلَّهِ وَلِلْرَسُولِ إِذَا دَعَاكُمْ O people of Iman, when Allah and his Rasul call you, then respond immediately. Thereafter, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tells him, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam held his hand and told him, Before I leave from this masjid, I will teach you the greatest surah of the Qur'an. (coughs) I'm going to teach you a surah which is the greatest surah in the Qur'an Sharif. As Nabi Sallallahu got up to leave, the Sahabi reminded Nabi Sallallahu didn't you tell me you are going to teach me the Surah, which is the greatest Surah of the Quran. Nabi Sallallahu tells him, it is Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Surah Fatiha. Wahoo as al-mathani wal al-Azim. And these are the seven oft-repeated verses of the Quran Sharif. And this represents the entire Quran Sharif. In one hadith, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, explains that the likeness of this surah has not been revealed in any of the previous scriptures. Whether it is the Torah, the Zabur, the Injil, the likeness of this surah, surah Fatiha, has not been revealed in any other scripture. This is unique to the Quran Sharif. Very quickly we will go through the gist of this surah, so that when we are performing our salah, and then we ponder over the verses of surah Fatiha, And we understand what is the message Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us. And it will build that concentration in our salah. That is what is desired. That when we are performing salah, we are conversing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we understand and we ponder over the verses, we understand the meaning, what is Allah telling us in the surah? Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Alhamdulillah. That all praises belong only to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything praiseworthy... Anything beautiful that we see It is all the reflection of the perfection The praiseworthiness The beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala A person sees a beautiful piece of art He sees a a painting Nobody praises the painting itself There is nothing good in the painting per se What a person looks at is the hand behind that painting uh, who was the artist that drew this painting and, and, and he praises that person the painting itself is just a reflection of the art of the artist in a similar way, whatever we see in this entire universe, whatever beauty we see in the entire earth it is all a reflection of the greatness the beauty, the majesty, the grandeur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Alhamdulillah, <laughs> rabbil alameen all praise belongs only to Allah The creator of everything, Rabbul Alameen, Rabb, when we say Rabb, who is Rabb? In the the English language, there is no one word that can do justice to translating the word Rabb. That Zaat, that being that takes care of every need of every creation, step by step, stage by stage, until it reaches its perfection. From the very inception, taking care of every need of every creation. Sustaining everything. Rabbil Alameen. All the worlds, not only mankind, but the world of the animals as well, the world of the jinn as well, the world of the malaika as well, and all the worlds, even those that we do not know of. The Rabb of the entire universe. Allah is that Zaat who is taking care of every single creation. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. That is why at every occasion, Islam teaches us du'as and almost every du'a starts with Alhamdulillah. We finish eating, Alhamdulillah. We're praising Allah, oh Allah, you gave us this food, you gave us this drink. We get up in the morning after we sleep, Alhamdulillah. Amatana. All praise again is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who gave us life after death. We go to the toilet, we come out, what is the dua? Ufranak Alhamdulillah willadi adhabangil adha waapani. Every dua. We tell, Alhamdulillah. Praising Allah. Oh Allah, you remove the discomfort and give, have given me relief, given me ease. Attributing all goodness, all praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not only when it comes to good conditions, but even in difficult conditions. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, whenever you face any difficulty also, Nabi Sallallahu taught us the dua, that all praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon every condition. That doesn't mean now some difficulty came and then we forget all the goodness that we have received from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Some little difficulty came, the person begins to complain, forgetting so many namat, so many bounties that he has been enjoying from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahman, both come from the word Raham, showing mercy Rahman, that zat whose mercy encompasses everything showing the all-encompassing nature of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rahim, also from the word mercy, very merciful showing the intense nature the perfect, complete nature of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That not only on human being, but even the animals. And not only those inside that are obedient to Allah, but even those that are disobedient. Allah is still sustaining them. Allah is still showing mercy to them. Yusuf bin Hussein rahmatul in narrates an incident. He says, I was with Zunnun Misri rahmatul on the bank of a river." And we noticed there was a large scorpion waiting on the bank of the river. And suddenly a frog comes out of the water. The scorpion jumps on the back of the frog and the frog takes it across. He says, Zunnan Misri, Rahmatullahi, told me that there is some strange thing that is unfolding here. Let us go and see what is happening. Something strange is going to unfold. So they follow this scorpion on the back of this frog going across the river. And as they go, go across, you see there is a person who is fast asleep, drunk in a drunken state, intoxicated, is asleep, there's a snake on his chest, about to attack him, about to bite him in his ear. And the scorpion comes direct, attacks that snake and kills the snake, and immediately turns around, goes back, the frog is waiting at the side of the river, he jumps on the back of the frog and goes away. Zunnul <laughs> misri shook this person up He says that You are in this condition In the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Don't you understand what has just happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Made divine arrangements For your protection, for your safety That scorpion came Killed a snake And you were safe from the snake biting you When this person got up And he understood what happened Immediately he said, I'm leaving and going into the wilderness. If this is how Allah can have mercy on me when I'm involved in the disobedience of Allah, what won't Allah give me if I engage myself in the obedience of Allah? Thereafter, Zulman Misri recites these few couplets. <speaking in Hebrew> that, oh person who is unmindful, Whilst the Most Merciful, the Great Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is taking care of him from every evil that creeps in the darkness of the night, How come that I sleep being unmindful of such a King, of such a, such a Creator who is showering countless favors on him at every given moment? This is Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Most merciful Maliki Yawmiddin The master of the day of judgment Why does Allah specifically mention Master of the day of judgment The owner of the day of judgment is it Allah the owner of today? Friday is it Allah the owner of yesterday? is it Allah the owner of tomorrow? Every day belongs to Allah Allah says Maliki Yawmiddin Master of the day of judgment One says that Ali radiyallahu ta'ala Performing Tajud salah And he starts surah Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Raheem And he comes to Malik He begins to sob uncontrollably Repeating that verse over and over again Until the entire night passes What was it? What struck his heart? Maliki In this world Perhaps we may own a few things And that too superficial ownership what do we say? Spaza ownership. Either you're going to leave it or that thing is going to leave you. Temporary ownership. We own certain things. On the day of Qiyamah, the hadith says that we will be resurrected. Hufatan, Uratan. Eid Hufatan. We'll be barefoot. Leave alone a shoe or a boot. You won't even have a simple chample or a socks to cover his feet. Barefoot we do not even have clothing to cover his body Not even a thread of clothes We'll own nothing The owner of the Day of Judgment is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah will show us who is the real owner who owns everything Will come on the Day of Qiyamah with nothing What we own here uh, Some land, some property, some cars, some wealth And then more comes Everything is gone, we leave everything behind Maliki yawmiddin The owner of the day of judgment is only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Time is up inshallah, next week we will continue with the rest of the surah Surah Fatiha, the object is that how we can understand what is the meaning of the surah And ponder over the meaning when we are reciting it As we said in the beginning person throughout his life, over half a million times we are reciting the surah. But what is the message of surah Fatiha? Let us understand. Let us take it to heart. Let us, let us ponder when we are performing our salah so that the level of our salah increases. Allah gives us life. inshallah. next week we'll continue. Wa